Maximum News is a political satire podcast. The views expressed by the hosts or guests do not necessarily represent the views of the network or our sponsors. Also, it's very hard to talk about people like Ted Cruz without saying lots and lots of swear words. So maybe don't listen with the small little children persons. Welcome to Maximum News, everybody. My name is Michael Zampino. And I am TJ Clark. It's been a rough week. We are uh, coming at you a little early this week. We had to uh, adjust our recording schedule, um, not because of the events of the week, but because of, you know, life stuff. But, um, I mean, I guess we just got to start with the biggest story of of the week, um, and that is uh, yet another school shooting. Uh, Yeah, that happened uh, on Monday. Um, in Nashville? Yes. Uh, uh, we're recording this on uh, Thursday, so it's been a couple days since then. Uh, if you're a new listener and don't know, I, I work in the media, so I've been working in, in morning news. We've been covering it. I've seen it covered from um, national and uh, local, and then even got to see how uh, our station in Nashville covered it, like the morning after. Your uh, affiliate? Yeah, yeah, our affiliate. I work for uh, they're everyone. The, everyone's owned by someone, and our people who own us own a lot of stations. So right, right, right. And it's cool to have that benefit. We have their resources, they have ours. So um, I think a lot of times, like the, the day it was happening, I think we put their their station on our program for a while, too, just to like, because, you know, they're having, they're there, they're, they're right. getting like the freshest information. And, right. And that's, uh, you know, what we as a local media can provide, you know, it's like putting this stuff live. Sure. For you to watch on the old TV or wherever yeah, you're watching. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we, we, we could watch it yeah. and then tell you about it or we could just show yeah. it to you so, as it's yeah, happening. Like, that's the cool thing. If you're, not, if you're not a local news watcher, like it is different. Like there's more, that's the kind of benefit of like these connections with these like huge media things. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. No, um, but it's okay. Yeah, so we don't need to like fill you in on the details. I'm sure you've heard like uh, probably also by the time we're recording this, by the time you listen to this, you know, this is when the story is fresh like this. There's new information coming about it um, every day. And there's, like, new opinions about it. There's always yeah. someone saying something. Um, of course, someone said something immediately as it's happening. Uh, you know, there's uh, tweets from Congress people. Oh, God. Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Greene uh, yeah. coming out and basically saying that um, it's not the guns, it's the hormones uh, and the testosterone. Yeah. She, she came right out and said that because this one shooting – was by uh, a trans person that um, we better not ever, ever blame it on guns again. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. Which is just one of the most, number one, it's it's insanely insensitive. It's, I mean, you know, she's she's a bigot and a, and a monster on a whole nother level. Um, and yeah. 
And like it really comes out like those moments when. But the- she has always been fiercely anti-trans. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's very mean about it. She's super nasty about it. Yeah. Um, and she jumped the second that I heard that it. That my wife and I were watching the news together, and the second we heard it was a trans person, we immediately mm. looked at each other and said, "Fuck." Yeah. Because we knew that this was just going to be oh, ammunition God. for so many hateful people to blame it on the person being trans. Mm-hmm. And and therein uh, goes to a little bit of what you and I were talking about before we started, which is, you know, how much... Um, how much of the media, uh, how much responsibility is there on the media to help us understand uh, things like motive? Uh, yeah. um, and, and that goes to the sort of how each of these crimes has very, very specific differences from one another in the, the both the people that do the crimes. Yeah. You know, each one of those is very different people for the most part. Oh, yeah. Uh, some exceptions, um, meaning that there are a lot of white men, but a whole, whole lot of white men. But uh, you know, their motive is often very, very different. Yeah. Um, we've seen a lot of very different motives. Yeah, um, you know, different ages. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, Virginia Tech to Unabomber to Timothy McVeigh to I mean, Unabomber and Timothy McVeigh have some parallels, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. You go to each specific one, and there's a lot of different things, but the common denominator is always the same, and that is weapons of war being readily available to anybody and everybody. Yeah. Um, and it's just insane. Yeah, that's uh, watching it. W- watching the story unfold is is fascinating because of just what we can, the information we can get, and and you know the media is so thirsty to get. Uh, I say the media stars. It's just our job now. Like everything is so out there, so so fast, you know. So like, um, you get information like you know, the, as soon as the person's name came out, you find out how many guns you can find out information about their guns. And I love like right. one of the very first things I heard about it was that like, oh well, two of the guns were, or I think the cops even said like two of the guns were purchased legally. And, right. Um, and that was uh, we want we 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 talked some. Didn't we, we find out that they were all? They were all. They, they, I think as of this recording, and they've since found out that they were, that all, they were all legal. Yeah, because legally purchased. They they didn't have all the guns on them. There were some guns at their their home too, and even those were bought legally. Legally like as well. A lot of a lot, lot of a lot of shit. All of them bought legally in Tennessee, from what I understand. Who has I assume similar laws to Oklahoma? Yes, and they were they were literally. I mean. You know, the, we're going to release this the last day of March. You know, as you're hearing this, if you're listening to this, say, Monday, the Tennessee legislature uh, may very well be back in session um, debating a, a law that will make guns more accessible and easier to get yeah. legally. Um, and if they do that right after this, then then you really, really, really know where where the priorities are um, because this is insanely unpop, you know, reasonable (laughs) gun laws are insanely popular with even responsible gun owners. Yeah. Even gun owners for the most part, you know, it is the very, very small fringe group that is completely against any and all of these gun laws. Yeah. And you know, that fringe, unfortunately a large contingency of them are 
elected officials. <laughs> yeah. And they but their priorities are because of being their pockets being lined by the gun lobby. Yeah. Um, whereas the other folks are just, you know, so gun obsessed that the idea of you know, them maybe having to go through a, a, a you know, a, a background check. I, uh, yeah, I don't. If, if you know you couldn't pass a background <laughs> check, you're against those laws is basically yeah. what I'm getting at. I don't, I don't understand the, the zero restrictions, right? Because they're, it does not take... Uh, Permitless carry is the most insane <laughs> thing I've yeah. ever heard of. Yeah, because it, it doesn't take much anal, uh, analyzing at all to, to see a person unwell and then commit a shooting you know like so hold on <laughs> like uh in in oklahoma and tulsa the the closest we've had um to like a kind of very public mass shooting was the shooting at um the hospital yeah, st francis. francis yeah that in that instance the, the man uh who shot the doctor bought the gun like i don't i remember if it was the day of or the day before but it was he was yeah, in a it lot was, of pain i it think was it like was a, in within 24 hours yeah he was in a lot of pain he tried to reach out to the doctor's office he didn't like the news he was getting he was yeah. just like losing his mind in pain and then like bought the gun and shot him the like very next day or the, again I, I forget the details but again it was like this man who was in like physical pain <laughs> was able to walk in and uh buy a gun i don't know you know what i mean yeah uh, just something about something there should have been something in that clerk or something in a law somewhere that says, you know, when you see someone uh, in, in, in that kind of a state, uh, I mean, I don't know. Because I, that was, I, I think I feel like I was going down the wrong road there because <laughs> that leads to a lot of personal, yeah. um, you know, being very subjective and, and whatnot. But if, 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 there are laws where you cannot buy a firearm and get it immediately without having to, you know, yeah, well, didn't like they used no, to have like a, like a wait, cooling a off period, period or, or whatever? Yeah. Like yeah. Anything. They like, got rid of all of that stuff. I think I heard uh, in this story in, in Nashville, like even a, a red flag law would have become an effect because there was a history of them having mental illness. So they, the fact that there are guns on the shelves at yeah. Walmart. <laughs> yeah. And you can that walk someone out. Someone could buy right then. Yeah. And not have to wait for some sort of information to be checked to make sure that they're chill to have yeah. that gun. Um, that's just insane to me. What I what I also don't understand is I know like guns aren't it's like this issue is so complex, like guns aren't the only thing, right? There's so much at play here. But the fact that they won't even like it's like it's happening because of guns, right? You these uh, we have sick people. We have guns. <laughs> well, the most you know, like, and, I was going to say, which the, one? You take away sick people, you still have guns. <laughs> well, and but you take away guns, you have sick people who uh, don't have. The other problem is, hurts, I mean, like we can get into that. Too. You're absolutely so, right. But the people that argue often that 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 mental health that it's mental health, not guns. Those yeah. very same people are constantly voting against funding more mental health. Yeah, exactly. That too. So that doesn't so, yeah. work. So again, it can it can be attacked from so many different sides, and it should be. But like. I think that, like, the fact that there's so much resistance on even slowing down, like, uh, even if you can just make, like, someone who's fucking hot-headed for whatever reason, uh, you know, make it hard for them to buy a gun in the moment of passion, right? Everyone understands, like, fucking crimes of passion and people losing their mind at certain fucking times. 
And I don't want to be able to buy a gun when I'm in, uh, if I'm ever in a peril like that, you know, like yeah. uh, just that alone, like seems a pretty sensible thing. But anyway, I'm getting carried away. No, no, no. Uh, but, but, but there's a lot here. All and, relevant. Yeah. And I, and I do want to go back uh, uh, and talk about like how, how the, how the coverage was. The because, media coverage. Yeah. Yes, please. To me, that, that is uh, itself like tells a story because the story in Nashville um so interesting uh, from a number of different angles. You can look at it from the gun angle and, and how easy it was for me to get guns. You can look at it from the mental health angle. Um, and, of course, there's the, uh, the trans issue. And and for me, it was uh, interesting looking at it from the media because I, I, I get to watch this stuff. Like, when I'm working and it's happening, you watch it in real time. Like, you're there uh, watching as, like, information comes down, as information is confirmed. You know, we're on the air with it. And then, like, uh, I'm watching national news and then, like, you just kind of, when you work in news, you're there for hours, especially in my job. I'm in a, a control room where I'm just like watching right. everyone, the competitors. Like you just kind of get to see like how everyone covers it. And when it's going down, there's barely any information. And the only information you're getting is uh, from the police, mm-hmm. basically. Some people are like, you know, researching if there's, you know, was there any postings about, you know, there's like journalists might be like searching for their own answers like ahead of the police. And that's great. And people find out. So many amazing things. Yeah, like that, internet, sh- that should be stuff. happening. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, when you're talking like it's, as it's happening live. Real time. The media, they and you want the media to have like a trusted source, right? Like, Sure. And we don't have the resources to have our own investigative journalists like hitting, you know, the internet, making phone calls. Even right. like sometimes we do. We have enough, you know, like we, we can pull it together for storm coverage and things when we need to. Right, right, But right. like uh, these local stations aren't, you know, so they, they lean on the police. They just rely on the police. So. I was um, going to say, I, I I hesitate to think of any local station that would, you know, there's not a lot of local stations that would have the the kind of funding to to do. Yeah, and that. there's some some newspapers are still doing it. There's some independent groups. The Frontier does really great investigative journalism. There's there's, you know, and then the stations have a few investigative teams, but they're usually kind of like consumer type related stuff, you know. But even then, I'm sure they're they're struggling with funding and, yeah. and oh, being yeah. able to do what yeah. they'd like to be able to do, or you know. Yeah, but there's still the question of. And, and journalists, and this is again a great a great time to ask the question because when your only source is the the police, <laughs> this it leaves there's a lot of questions. <laughs> oh yeah, because this is information as it happened um, as I remembered it. Like the police uh, issue a statement, right? They they know the name of the shooter. They give the name of the shooter. The name is a female sounding name. They say the shooter um, identified as trans. The police said that, so we know that. And then they continue to say she, you know. Right. Um, we see the video. They release video. Um, we see the shooter as very mask presenting. It looks yep. like your typical white man school shooter. Yep. And you're, and then like, oh, so this person's trans. I mean, the police have, have said that, you know. So they're clearly like, uh, so there's confusion already, right? Like, so right. like in the, in the media, and and no one knows. And this is happening like the day of, right? So. You're hearing uh, everyone's using um, what I believe now is their dead name, from what I understand. So they're using um, their dead name immediately because the police gave that, and they're saying yes, she. Yes, we believe that he went by a Adrian. Adrian, yeah, and I've only learned that from TikTok. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen um, if if it's confirmed that Adrian right. is his name. I haven't seen that anywhere else but TikTok, and like. I know that TikTok is not always like a reliable source, right? But when you see enough of it and you you follow, there's some respectable journalists on TikTok. There are people <laughs> right, right. Who, who like, you know, they have some credibility and, and like they're not out there like spinning misinformation. So uh, 
again, when this comes down, there could be something more confirmed. But it definitely seems obvious that uh, they were trans and they were um, uh, he, him, and they their name was Adrian. And it, uh, it, and it matters. And, like, uh, again, first and foremost, the, the... Yeah, even Reuters is using the dead name yeah, so in the, a so story that was, yesterday. So that's fascinating. So, but, like, again, I think that they, they leaned with that immediately because that was what came down from the police, right? Yeah. If the police had come out and used he, him, and used, uh, said they were trans, you know what I mean? Like, if they, uh, I don't know how they identified the shooter, if they identified them through identification on them, you know, like, how the police got their name, I don't know all that. Like, I'm just trying to point out the fact that, like, when you're, when the police are leading the information, they've immediately, like, led the discussion. And now, absolutely, the entire media of America is dead naming this person. And, and I know that they're the shooter should not be the main focus of this. And that's another point I want to make now. Like, uh, the victims in this should always come first. Like, I think, and a lot of media did a great job at this. Like, as soon as the names start getting released, releasing the names, you hear uh, from... Well, here's another one. The Independent, uh, UK, also using dead name. But this article says that the manifesto, uh, they are planning to release at least oh, portions to the okay. public. Interesting. Um, once it's cleared by the FBI. But okay, that continue. makes sense. Um, but like the, this, this story and this discussion shouldn't always be, you know, about the victims first. I think that like that can get lost in the in the story, oddly enough. But but some media are doing good about immediately like. Well, like you said, that narrative games. pushed it towards it beating about the shooter yeah, first. Yeah. So yeah, and, and the, the confusion of it, like there was so much confusion of it. So uh, even in, in our newsroom, you know, like the, as it's happening the day of. They didn't know what, what pronouns to use and whatnot. I did watch the, the coverage of the Tennessee station when, when I watched Nashville. This was the day after when, again, not much was known, right? This but, is your uh, affiliates yeah, coverage? Yeah, this is our affiliate. Okay. The, the, when the, the people in Nashville covering it. Right, they, right. They went live. Their anchor was out in the field. And even like the day after, they, um, a, a red state station, you know, and they are in Nashville, which is a, you know, music, I'm sure, a more left leaning city. Yeah, it's an Austin y version yeah. or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's cool ass people in Nashville. So um but anyway, they they didn't gender the shooter. They said the shooter. Um they said their name as the police gave it, you know, but they and then they showed uh a picture of them from their yearbook when they went to the school, which showed them as um a little girl. So yeah. like they that told the story, right? So they the news they, they didn't use a gender because they didn't know. They said they were students. They showed their picture. They showed the video of the shooting. You can see what happens now. So they they, they did a great job of kind of telling the story, um, and like because there's a story there. The fact that the shooter chose the school they went to, um, right. their childhood school. It doesn't take like much of a connection for you to realize there's some kind of trauma there. And if it's just a trauma of like being trans and growing up in the church in a church school and not being recognized, or if it's Can't other things, be easy. Like there's there's all kinds of uh, again. This is a side of TikTok I am more questionable about, but if, this, if it is something you're curious about, there's a lot more information there than you'll find on, like, um, I, if I, can, I can't believe I'm using this word, but mainstream media sites. Like, right. Um, but you know what I'm talking about, like the big networks, the big papers. Like, um, I haven't seen it much there, but you can find some of this on TikTok. And Unless, there's information about the school and some history of the school, and it raises a lot of questions yeah. about and let's, how much trauma this person had. Let's be clear. None of that in any way, shape, or form is 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 a justification or an excuse for, for the actions of this person. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. No. It's, it's, no. That's, that's, but what, what we are saying is that um, 
it just goes to show that it's not, um, you, you know, it's clearly not just a random act. You yeah. know, this this wasn't just a random act of violence. Um, so there is more to be learned because of that. So, yeah, um, and I, therein goes where back to the argument where you say, okay, well, if this is a mental health issue, then then there are things to be gleaned from learning more about motive and more about the person. But at the end of the day, if you're not properly funding access to mental yeah. health care, then yeah. then then you're not helping what you're saying is the bigger problem than the guns. So if you refuse to help about the guns and you refuse to help about the mental health care, then you know. The blood's on your hands, too, at that point. Yeah, and uh, I think that uh, a lot of these questions, are again, like we can debate, you know, and, and professionals debate, can like, you know, what what is the cause? What's the, the greater cause? Mental health? Is it weapons? Is it, it's, of course, it's related, yada, yada. But like, as it far as like, telling the story. Yeah, it is both. <laughs> it, it, is can be both. Both. it can be many things at once. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's as, far absolutely as, like, both. as far as the, the media and telling the story. Yes, I'm I sorry. I keep that, derailing uh, No, no, you're great. Please continue keep doing it. Uh, but uh, I think in this particular story and why I think this story is important to talk about because, and, and it's kind of another national discussion that's happening is like a kind of criminal justice reform. What does justice mean? You know, yeah. a lot of people uh, has been like families uh, of, uh, you know, victims, families, you know, of murder people, someone on death row, they die. Like, do you feel justice? They, they, they don't feel it. You know, they still right. don't feel justice. Like some do, some feel some justified, right? Some sense of closure. It's usually closure was what they feel. They feel some sense of closure, but even right. after some time, even that's is closure right? justice. So it's like I, I, and I. The best way I've heard, like, what is justice is like keeping it from happening again, right? I was just thinking yeah. as you were saying that, I was like, true justice is being able to say that what happened to you or what you did helped at least one or more people not have to go through that same thing. Exactly. And if and that that is justice. Like um, the shooter's dead, you know. There's, yeah. The shooter's dead. There's going to be, I don't know, probably some kind of trials, of course. But, like, you know, not the kind of trial that a family would get closure from, right? Well, yeah. No, so yeah the, nobody like, can so, go on trial. But I think justice, like, what you can do for the people who died is make sure more people don't, like, Aren't you know, getting like, those guns. <laughs> remember those kids' names. Say those kids' names. Yeah. Like, uh, because we don't want we don't want more names. You don't want to add names to the list. And to me, like that is justice. So when we're thinking about like uh, how do we keep it from happening, you have to think about when it happens, why it happens. And I think that's why it's important to tell the story of the shooter when you're telling the story. And when you're telling a story, when it's right as it's happening, again, we want to know what happened, and then we want to know the victims. You know, we want to see uh, hear their names, hear about them, hear stories right. about them, see pictures. You know. We, we get invested in their lives like, immediately because when you're like watching in these like highly emotional, intense things, it's tragic. Everyone's got kids in school, friends with kids in school, yep. you know? Um, and so you connect to the story in different ways, you know, whether you've been in gun violence, whether you are trans or have a trans friend, like this story in particular, you can connect to it in so many different ways. So as storytellers, we need to talk about it in so many different ways. So I think that's why it's important to talk about the shooter. Cause also another thing that Nashville did that a lot of stations didn't do it's interesting when you hear them talk about the dead, they always say six, six dead in Nashville shooting. The station in Nashville said seven. They included the shooter. Oh, wow. Yeah. and That's uh, very interesting. Yeah. And they and, and I was watching this as a 
I don't consider myself trans. I consider myself genderqueer, but trans adjacent, right? And I was very affected by the coverage in ways I I didn't expect to be. Once I once I saw this shooter yeah. was was trans because hearing anyone like misgendered is like hard to hear now. You know, and yes. someone dead named is is hard to hear. Even if it's someone that you have no sympathy for, even if it's a fucking child murderer, right? It's still hearing them dead named affects me, right? right? Like and because and I just even me, certain, I don't. I'm not trans, yeah, but there's just a certain trauma when you say you're something and people look at you and say you're not, and then right. even go against that and like call you your old name you know like refuse you know there's like such a trauma in that so like when we're talking about a shooting what causes someone to commit a school shooting that much anger you have to talk about what's Listen, traumatizing i i completely get it when i see like okay my my son is now getting mailers from like colleges yeah and i'm i'm very very um aware and uh i'm very quick to filter through the mail Mm, because almost all of them Mm, uh have his dead name yeah and i know that if it affects me seeing it on a piece of mail yeah you know just seeing it and reading it i go oh my god and you know i feel like i have to protect him from it yeah um so i can only imagine uh, how much more amplified that feeling is yeah and I'm feeling exactly. a fraction of that, a yeah, fraction precisely. of that. And it's a lot. It feels, I mean, you know, I feel like it's a lot for me in yeah. that moment. And it cannot be uh, it, uh, close to what 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 you or he or, or any of other people hearing the story can be feeling absolutely. in the and moment. There's, and there's a great conversations uh, being had about, you know, the words we choose and, and, and how how it affects people, right? And, and, and how we cover things, how it affects people. So, like, the best... Time to do it is like as it's happening, right? So like, most frustrating thing to hear is now's not the time for the conversation. But even even like as a media person, like I'm if I'm if there's any media people now, I'm like encouraging you now to please again. I know the shooter isn't a sympathetic character in the story that you're telling, but if you can just get their gender right, or at least don't misgender them for for trans audiences, for friends, family, loved ones, supporters of trans people, that goes. That goes a long way. You've you're you're you get respect from an audience, even though it's from a weird angle, right? To be like, right. uh, and I felt weird. I felt weird because I was in meetings talking about this very thing, and, and it felt weird to even remotely be defending a, a child murderer, a school shooter, right? Like, right. It did feel weird, but but obviously that's not what you're defending. Yeah, and and why? And even even the people in our own newsroom were in the, were like, well, we say. They were. They were. Everyone was surprised. They said seven. It was a bold move to say seven dead. Even it, the Today Show. When said you said six that, dead. it had not even crossed my mind of that yeah. not being because once you said that, I immediately realized, oh my god, you're right. They always yeah. separate. Sometimes they'll they say always seven dead and the shooter, or, or they'll, they'll say, say six, six dead and the shooter. Correct. Right? Like they'll, they'll they always separate them, it. But when they like number them, yeah, it's like it's, it's separate. If yeah. They even, even if they even acknowledge them at all. And I didn't most of this time. It's very interesting that I never yeah. noticed that until you said that. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden I realize I'm like hearing every story I've ever heard on the news. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, it's always that way. So but that's I, I, that's wild. Yeah. But I can't I can't help but see the shooter as a, a victim in this too. And you should never like you can't rank rank Listen. victims right like because the fact is is if this shooter and this is why I think again the shooter story needs to be told because if this shooter couldn't couldn't buy the gun right that's one thing for sure. But also, if the shooter was seen by people who loved him, was like, had friends. I saw this. Is, I'm sorry, I'm getting off on so many no, tangents. No, that's okay. I saw a soundbite. This is also what's confusing for people 
the news, they, they, they take, and I'm not criticizing, I don't know who this person is, but the news will often just like, they want to find someone connected to the story, right? So they're taking friends and family, and that friends and family could be like a long time ago, right? So they were talking to a friend of, of the shooter, and they were saying she. They kept saying she. But they were a friend of the shooter. So it's like, oh, well, they're a friend of the shooter, and they're saying she, right? So again, but this is like a friend who knew them from Way, childhood. Yes. So, you know, even like, if, so it says a lot that their friends are still saying she. Because if I don't know if it was a new thing. I don't know if he recently started using he, him. And right. And recently started, if they recently came out. I don't know their story. Right. That's why I feel weird like talking about some of this because some of it's not out yet. Right, right. But like hearing someone, the, the news is saying a friend and they're saying she, to me says a lot about the shooter's life. Right. <laughs> right. Like because if, if they had a few people who saw them, you know, and, and used their right name. Those kids could still be alive, and I'm not saying that like that is the one thing. I don't know what other traumas and mental health. No, you're absolutely had. right. But there's so many factors. Is so they can't buy the gun. Those kids are alive, and and if the shooter doesn't have the specific traumas that they had, those kids are alive. And those I, and those that has to be talked about. If you're talking about how do we stop the school shootings, you cannot ignore the school shooters because they're at the fucking center of it. And and it goes to like. You know, uh, I talk about my fascination with true crime. You know, you look at, yeah. at serial killers and people talk about like the glorification of serial killers. And I do believe that that is a thing and it Absolutely. exists. It's out there and it's not cool. Yeah. I, d I don't love that. I think there is a fine line between um, if, being able to like glorifying them and learning from them. Yeah. You know, and I think that if you, because I, I firmly believe that. And this is a wild thing, but I firmly believe that every monster that's ever been out there at some point, at some point in their existence was a sympathetic creature because at some yeah. point they were a child and they were an innocent yeah. and something happened yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Something happened. And, and that's where you find out how to stop it happening again. Absolutely. So you have to go into who they were. Absolutely. You have to look at their story. You have to look at their past. Yeah. Because if you don't learn why and how they came to be the person able to do something like that, yeah. because that's another thing that, you, that we always have to remember is that to to be able to do something like that, you know, yeah. most normal people can't think about Doing can't that. even imagine. It. So something has to happen to make you capable of even thinking about it, let alone carrying it out. Yeah. And that thing is, I firmly believe that most of those things are avoidable. Yeah. And can be, I, I if 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 we can find out, you know, where those things start, we can avoid them. Yeah. If you can learn enough from it, you can avoid it. And that's that's important. And so that goes more to yeah. also why it's important to tell that story. But while writing that line between telling the story yeah. and oh, quote glorifying, yeah, them. and it's and it's a fine line, and it's hard to find. And I think that media people, journalists, you got to be bold to at least try to find it. Right? You, you might go too far. You might go too soon. People don't want to hear about the shooter right away. I don't think you should talk but about you it right away. You can't not try. Yeah, but like there's still like kind of levels. Find the find the. Know your audience. Read the room, right? <laughs> right. You're, if you're in Tulsa, you're writing for a Tulsa audience. If you're a journalist for the Wall Street Journal, you know your audience. Like, so like the kind of like the you know. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked. I do want to take a related but sharp turn because to talk about another angle of this for me, because what this feels like, and I think that like 
what it doesn't often get looked like, but I think because it was a trans person, mm-hmm. for me, it was easy to see it this way. I feel like this was a, a very public and very angry suicide. You know? I, I don't disagree. Like, it doesn't, everyone, like, the, the tra- and first of all, we, I'm going to talk about suicide for a second, and as a person who's depressed, I want to let you know that I'm going to talk warning. about suicide, because it's real. Like, just in hearing it in the news, as a depressed person, too, hearing about, you know, seeing this and, and kind of realizing what this is also, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, suicide by cop is a real thing. Yes. And um, and sh- most school shooters don't expect to get out of it, you know? Uh, suicide by cop has affected our family directly. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's very real. It's very real. And uh, and again, if you're choosing to shoot up a school, you're probably knowing you're, you're dying, right? And, and If you leave behind a manifesto, you, yeah, exactly. you probably know you're not coming back. And, and, and it should be, and it's hard for some people to see it that way, right? Because they're like, why don't they just kill themselves? They just killed themselves like all these other people, you know, didn't die. But it's... It's it's just it's you know like it has to be looked at that way because it's still uh, I think it's that and I think with a trans person it's almost easier to see it that way only because everyone I think accepts the, the fact that the trans suicide rate is incredibly high because absolutely that is terrifyingly one, high that is one of the factors that like there's doctors you know there's a discussion like are these how are we affecting kids how are these like things affecting kids and the doctors are like look yeah studies haven't been done about this but I can tell you that like you have to affirm them because. <laughs> When you don't affirm them, they're killing themselves, and it's a health like you know, and like Absolutely. their health risk is suicide. That's for a why kid. motherfuckers like Marjorie Taylor Greene are so goddamn dangerous. Yeah, they're so fucking dangerous. Yeah, and you have to like it. It has to be seen as a uh, as a health suicide is a health risk, you know. And and these trans youth who aren't seen, you're absolutely right. It's you're you're should pushing be a them towards, medical, yeah. It should be an emergency. So when I see this, I see a person <laughs> who excuse me trying to come out as, as I don't again, I don't want to assume their story or anything, but like from what I've seen in the media, we see this person who identifies as he, him. They've got a, a new name. Um, they're go to their religious school as a, as a child and, and a religious school that to, might have a very checkered past. Yeah. And decide to end their, their life and, and take out as many people as they can. Right. It's a very public statement. It's, it's a very violent statement. It's like, the scream as you leave kind of thing. And you're right. That shouldn't, I'm not trying to glorify like that kind of like suicide or anything at all, but like you have to look at it honestly, because I do feel like, and again, if you, if you see it as that, you have to talk about what damaged them. You have to talk about the shooting. If you, if you, if you're not hearing that scream, then yeah. it was for, then it, it was, you know, yeah. And that's again, that to me like that's, that's justice, right? Making sure it's not happening. Like look right. at this from every fucking way. If you're not going like, to give us like restrictions on guns, like let's like talk about it if, honestly, at least. If like you said, if that's, if that's, you said a scream, uh, yeah, like scream as you leave, a scream like, as of, you yeah. leave. If, if that, if that scream isn't heard, yeah, then the next scream won't be heard. Yeah. And the next scream won't be heard. And and yeah. until you start hearing that scream and addressing why that person is is having to scream as yeah. they leave, you can't help. You can't yeah. make it. You know. And here's where it's tricky too, as as a media person, because I think you also have to admit that telling the story of these people and and not glorifying them is is challenging, especially to people who are sick. Right? If, when people who are ill and depressed are hearing about a suicidal person. You know, they're 
you have to be very careful about what you say. You know, like yeah, and let's like be you have responsibility, right? And let's be clear that there therein lies a tricky one. Whereas people like Marjorie Taylor Greene will be very quick to use the word mental illness to describe trans people. Yeah, and so no, no, no. This is a trans person who also coincidentally had mental illness. Yeah, because and and they, most of them do because they're. Because they're, from they're not being terrified seen. of being alive. Yeah, yeah. it's PTSD. It's trauma. Yeah. My, I mean, my or, son is or, so scared to be alive. Yeah, it it it's heartbreaking. Yeah, to to know at any and, given moment the the how much fear he may or may not be in in any given situation when he's in public. You yeah. know, um. I'm I'm lucky in that I feel like he he feels pretty safe at school for the most part. That's good. But it's school. How yeah. safe can you feel? It's, yeah, and it's still Oklahoma too. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is uh and again, uh it, please hug love check on your your trans friends because there's a lot of already like hateful we'll talk out there coming from fucking leaders and elected officials too even. So that incredibly that disgusting and hateful and 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 the dog whistles are out the window. It's just straight, yeah, just straight unfiltered hatred. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's, yeah, and it's it's and it's it's tricky because I do think the media has to be careful about how much we talk about this because I I kind of agree with this is where I again I don't even have an answer. I I have a lot of questions and undecided uh, thoughts on this because the media. One thing we don't do in the news is cover suicides, right? Like. Mm-hmm. We hear a call of a body found. We send out a, a photographer, you know, to go to shoot it. If we get out there and the cops can quickly determine that it was a suicide, the crew striking, You're that out. video never makes air unless right. something else comes out of it. If that person happened to murder people before they killed themselves, suicide. then we're going to use that video right. and, and talk about their, their suicide. But, like, if a story is just a person's suicide, like, we don't talk about that, right? So when you're talking about what's this school shooting uh, a very violent suicide. I, I think there's a question of how do we cover this, and because you have to cover it, right? Like you have to you have to talk about it for so many reasons. Like the story has to be told. We need to know the victim stories. We have to know what guns are doing to us. We have to know how we're broken. But like, I still think you have to be. I, again, I don't know the answer. It's 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 scary because yeah. How do you talk about the shooter and and what happened to them and why this happened? without other people, broken people, and a lot of us <laughs> since the pandemic and in general are broken. How do you talk about these things without broken people getting ideas, honestly? You know, like it's it's scary and it's uh, it's delicate. and and Especially when those broken people have nowhere to turn. But lots of access to guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's still, that's still there, man. That's and still like high up there. If you, if you ask, again, what would make these kids still be alive? You have to mention guns. And, 100%. Yeah. And that goes to back to the lawmakers. Yeah. You know, and we had a, a little bit of a shouting match between Jamal Bowman <laughs> yeah. and uh, Thomas Massey. Thomas Massey from Kentucky. You know him from making the Christmas card uh, with your, you and your kids and all your weapons of war, uh, making that popular. Um, that, that very disgusting photo. Uh, I mean... <sighs> I'm not going to go too much. <laughs> Anyways, so Jamal Bowman um, very passionately was sort of um, in the faces of as as these congressmen are walking by. Uh, there's there's people, you know, I don't know if they were on a tour or whatever, but there's people there, and he's very loudly letting them know that these people that are walking by, 
that are refusing to take action on gun laws, you know, letting them know that these are cowards, that these are cowards <laughs> that are being played by the gun lobby. Yeah. Um, and Thomas Christmas Card Massey comes up <laughs> and tries to, and he's got a fucking, he's got this smug fucking <laughs> smile on his face when he does it. Yeah. Like, watch me. He's, in his mind, he knows he's about to win this moment so hard. He knows he's going to win because he comes in and he says, did you know that there's not been one shooting in a school where the teachers are allowed <laughs> oh to God. carry? <clears throat> First and foremost, go fuck yourself forever, Thomas Massey. Yeah. Number two, I don't know how many schools there are in the country where teachers are allowed to carry. Yeah. But even if that statement is true, you have to know that your sample size is fucking garbage and using <laughs> yeah. that as an argument against gun laws yeah. is a fucking bullshit argument. And very succinctly, uh, Jamal Bowman was very quick to shout back in his face, you are not looking at the numbers, <laughs> my friend. Yeah. States with more guns have more deaths. Period. And he just kept repeating it in his face, and it was pretty great yeah. because Thomas Massey kept basically trying to say, well, you got to arm the teachers. You got to arm the teachers. <laughs> yeah. More guns equals more death, <sighs> period. End of story. Those numbers are across the board. You can look at the... It's... That's one of the thing. The beautiful thing about numbers, man, is you can't argue with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Two plus two will always be four, yeah. no matter how much you want it to be five. Thomas Massey. Also, I, I just want to again. Let me let me slam on the brakes and just throw this out there because I feel like sure. this has been a heavy a heavy uh, episode, and this might be a dark <laughs> dark question, but I do want to ask. Think about your own high school. Yes. How many teachers can you think of? You don't have to give their names. Sure. But like, think about your teachers having guns. Oh, are you fuck are you no. safe? Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. 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 So fucking no. And fuck my high no. school. <laughs> I can't think. I'm just some I had some responsible teachers that probably could have had a gun in their desk locked up. You know, no one knew about it, right? But God, I had like four that would have. Who would have shot kids they didn't like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There was there was a teacher at my school. There's uh, again, man. No, I, I'm, I'm thinking more of, of like of like them just getting dropped. You know, oh, you got clumsy old ladies yeah. that have no business with a goddamn this teacher can't gun. Even work the AV cart. You want to give them a, a loaded weapon? How many of your yeah. teachers were like? Like, I mean, I know there's a lot of younger teachers now, but like, I remember there was a lot of like teachers where you're like, you are you are so old. Yeah, what are you still doing this for? I had a. Uh, Again, I'm not. I feel like there's. I had teachers that were old enough to where if they logistically fired a gun, that their hands would break. The bones, the brittle bones inside yeah. their old hands, would not be able to do it physically. Um, had, so safety aside, logistically, <laughs> I had multiple teachers who were uh, Vietnam veterans. They don't need guns at school. Helicopters mm -mm. would traumatize these guys. And nope. I'm not, not trying to make fun of them. I'm saying these right. guys, You're, I cannot, like, if some of those guys had guns. It's not a safe situation. A school, schools can you, schools now, take, have you seen a teacher lately? Have you looked at a teacher in the eye? They are wore out. Kids are, are seen fucking crazy shit. right now. And they were crazy then. Like your mental health, you're tested. If you're a person who's like, been traumatized by war. Do you want them in a class of like screaming shit talking teenagers, dude? No. 
Yeah. With a, With a gun? gun? <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, sorry. Fuck that. So one of the things, and, and here's what I want to start seeing more of. Um, in debates, um, just in, 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 uh, in, uh, public interactions with, with lawmakers that refuse to take action. Um, and that is questions like, um, and demand real answers for questions like which is more dangerous, uh, CRT or an AR 15. <laughs> yeah. Which presents a more present danger to our children. Drag queen story hour or an AR-15? Yeah. You know, which is more dangerous to our children? Mm -hmm. A story about Roberto Clemente <laughs> or a fucking AR-15? Yeah. Seriously, what the fuck is with these priorities? Yeah. I can't understand it. I cannot understand it. They, these, they're, they're, Thomas Massey is basically saying, and, and my wife said it great. She said, oh, so now suddenly the teachers can't be trusted to pick the books for the kids, but they can be trusted to carry guns. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's You're not responsible. Lot. You're oh, not man. responsible enough to choose the books for your students. No, but no, no, no. Have a gun. But take this gun and be the good guy with the gun. Be ready. Be ready to take out a... Jesus fucking... That's yeah. your solution. That's your fucking solution. That's the most cowardly, yeah. head-in-the-sand bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. It's, it's... They seem really scared, you know? Like, that's I always kind of see that. Like, I mean, they're being held hostage by the gun lobby. Yeah. You know? Like metaphorically probably i don't know if it's literally maybe in every office of every republican there's someone from the gun lobby <laughs> yeah. with an actual in gun in a closet <laughs> yeah. and every time they leave they come out and they go you did good oh, yeah man. you did good yeah. Yeah. now i don't have century. to shoot you see they just wake up with a note that's like we've uh implanted a, a device inside of you and if we, you ever vote and they look yes. and there's a tiny little slit on their their stomach and they you have a like minor explode. surgery yeah. and there's like an IV in their arm and they're like oh my god you yeah. will explode if you vote like yes all for republicans are laws. like doing speed it's speed it's the movie speed <laughs> but they're just like they've got to be able to maintain a certain level of shittiness or yeah. they explode if you vote for reasonable gun laws <laughs> you will explode <laughs> jesus christ uh okay um let's take a little bit of a of a turn right. um and in local news yes please uh, did you see the story of the Transformation Church's newest edition? Okay, no, please tell me because I just saw like a few. I saw the Transformation statement about why they hired this person, but I don't even know. Can you pull that up by any chance? I would oh, yeah. love to see that. Yeah. I have not seen that. Um, so oh, I don't know if I. It was a email that I saw, but I'll see if I can find it publicly. Uh, I'm sure oh, got it's on their it. website probably. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, while you do that, um, I'll just give a brief, brief backstory. Um, there's uh, multiple podcasts and a Discovery Plus documentary uh, about the church Hillsong. Uh, Hillsong uh, was a church uh, that kind of pioneered uh, some of the modern um, mega church strategies. Um, they definitely, uh, they, they got really big for a lot of their music for their worship music. Um, and, uh, and of course with most uh, mega, mega churches, uh, there's a lot of um, 
controversy around a lot of the people involved. Um, and one of those is a little gentleman named Carl Lentz. Uh, Carl Lentz left the church after admitting to infidelity um, and basically said, oops, cheated on my wife. Uh, I'll just resign and everybody will be chill. Um, but then it came out that there's a, a lot, a lot of allegations of sexual misconduct and other abuse and financial stuff. And um, so, of course, uh, he, you know, basically was uh, in disgrace. I think he went to Florida for a little while. Uh, but now he has joined Tulsa's transformation church as a strategist. And, uh, what else does it say? Uh, yeah. According to the church's executive pastor, uh, Carl Lentz has joined Tulsa's transformation church as a strategist. Um, uh, I don't know, man, uh, very publicly, it seems like his strategies aren't great. Yeah, there's their, their statement. You want me to read this? Uh, yeah, go ahead. So this is uh, the statement. Uh, I guess oh. it's from Executive Pastor Tammy McCorders. After two years of Carl being in his own discovery and healing process, he has shown readiness to use his God-given gifts towards the local church again. We believe in Carl, his marriage, his skill set, and his restoration. Uh, <laughs> We pray that Carl, Laura, and their family experience not only their own restoration, but help others experience restoration by using their triumphs and failures to create resources for the body of Christ at large. We believe that this is part of what it looks like for the church to be the church. Um, so are they like swingers? <laughs> like, what is it? For, first like, off, sound, it sounds like they're talking about like they're like they're in the lifestyle. They know? used the word restoration three times, twice in one sentence. <laughs> Uh, three times within two sentences, twice in the same one. His skill um, set. We believe in his, his skill set. His skill set is manipulation and grifting. <laughs> because these motherfuckers are are literally like the righteous gemstones level oh, of... Okay. Uh, yeah, like they're just... So I mean, these motherfuckers have multi-million dollar mansions. This dude's, uh, you know, constantly posting pictures of his $2,000 sneakers um, and all this shit. Every fucking penny, every single penny comes from the parishioners. Yeah. Every penny of it comes from the people that are giving that money so that it can go to the greater Christian good, a.k.a. making sure that this douchebag... Uh, can you scroll back up to his picture? <laughs> yeah. So that this motherfucker can there stay in uh, too tight polo shirts and <laughs> David Koresh glasses. <laughs> <laughs> like he went into yeah. iMart Express and was like, give me the Koresh special. No, he didn't go into iMart because those are probably $7,000 frames, I, yeah. I bet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this piece of shit. I mean, listen to there's so the, there's the Hillsong uh, documentary on, on Discovery Plus, yeah. and then there's a follow up that they did. Uh, the same people that made that did a podcast. Okay. Uh, that's a follow-up. Right. Um, and then there's another one. I think it's called False Prophets. It's either False Prophets. Uh, let me look it up on my podcast list here because uh, I have it on my subscription. Yeah, False Prophets. That's another one okay. uh, that came out on iHeartRadio. Um, nice. And it's also about uh, Hillsong. And they're uh, from former members. Okay. Um, yeah. I remember there being like a, a a movie like in favor of. Wasn't there a movie called Hillsong that was about the church or something? Uh, that might have been the Discovery Plus documentary you were oh, thinking okay. of, perhaps. Yeah, dark. 
Um, darker than that. I remember the trailer. But uh, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but there's also this is the guy. Yeah, he uh, he baptized Justin Bieber. He's like, oh, yeah, he was like celebrity He's going pastor. Some weird stuff right now. Yeah, he got in a lot of trouble. Not connecting to anything. Like, he's like sold all his music and like. Oh, Bieber. Bieber. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, Bieber. Yeah. No, he has some. He had some health problems. I actually felt bad for him. Yeah. Like he's got some some shit beyond his control that yeah. has nothing to do with. Maybe it was that weird baptism. <laughs> I'm so oh, sorry. Oh shit! <laughs> the ba- he had a faulty baptism. The bacteria from the dirty, dirty baptized water <laughs> got in his ears, nose, and throats. Yeah. And made him. Oh, fuck. Damn. We solved it. <laughs> Solving crimes. This guy's got. He, look, now that's another charge. That's another charge right there. That's gross <laughs> negligence. Baptism. Is that a real thing? That should be a thing. A gross negligence, if anything, right? Yeah. Uh, ay But yeah, this guy is. So now he's in our town. Oh, um, and I don't know if he's going to be like doing this work remotely or if he's going to be physically in this town. <laughs> yeah. But if yeah. I have to run uh, into this fucking guy anywhere, uh, it's going to be really hard to not tell him how much he sucks. <laughs> to his face. Yeah. Hey, Carl. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things in the world is like these are the types of, of dudes that'll say things like literally say things out loud like God spoke to me and said blah 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 blah. Yeah. Which means that you are supposed to believe that he at some point spoke to God. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which means that God at some point probably said Carl. <laughs> Could you imagine Carl? God. <laughs> hey, Carl. <laughs> I just can't imagine that. That that, that alone makes God, me know that on, God's God, a, but he used his full name. Carlton. Carlton. <laughs> Carlton William. I do Lentz. know your Christian name. <laughs> Carlton, too tight of shirt. <laughs> we Man. all know you really wear an extra large. Stop buying mediums. Listen, you, I mean, when I, I don't want to be judgy, but like when I look at a guy that looks like that, I think one thing, and that is he is, it's very likely that he has some very predatory behavior. Um, And based on the accusations, he is very, very predatory towards women. Kind of looks like Justin Timberlake a little bit in the face. Justin Limbersnake? <laughs> He's t- that's his alter ego, Justin Limbersnake. That's the Tulsa alternate universe, Justin Timberlake. Oh God, this guy sucks. Uh, man, we, uh, we keep <laughs> this is so funny. File: Carl Lentz appears during an interview October twenty third, twenty seventeen, in New York. Lentz, the pastor from Global Mega Church Hillsong, who once ministered to Justin Bieber and a bevy <laughs> of other celebrities and sports stars, has been fired. <laughs> he acknowledges on Instagram that he cheated on his wife, but he didn't acknowledge all the other nasty shit he did. Mm. Yep. Uh, and then not only so that he's just one of the guys that that has uh, nasty shit around Hillsong. Right. So there's there's worse stuff with uh, uh, Brian Houston. I, think? I can't remember. I'm 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 forgetting. But watch the doc. Listen, right. listen to the pods. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, it. It's insane. But um. Yeah, basically, uh, if you are in the Tulsa area and are um, a rational-minded person, stay the fuck away from Transformation Church. Yeah, be careful eating the Savastanos. Uh, because Savastanos they're go. basically saying to your face, like, yeah, yeah, we're really only interested in getting more of your money, and he knows how to get more of your money by 
by uh, pandering and, you know, uh, doing all the formulaic pop, uh, uh, you know, pastor bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and so he, we can better swindle you if we hire Carl Lentz. <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason you hire set. a motherfucker like him. Yeah, his that's his set. God-given skills that they're talking about. Yeah. His skill set. This sucks. Yeah, dude. It's another embarrassment for Tulsa's Tulsa. Tulsa's got a lot of, a lot of super villains. We're like a world. fucking sanctuary city for shitheads. <laughs> yeah. I was really hoping, uh, we all, we, we, yeah, never mind. I was going to say, I was really hoping Trump was going to get arrested here in Tulsa. Oh, while he was at here? The oh, that would have been so great. Because it was so all like, coming down at the same time. Yeah. Just how, how cool would that have been? Like, it would have been cool. Like, red State Donald gets arrested in the very stadium he was embarrassed in. I also like like to picture uh the moment where he got off the plane and realized it wasn't a WWE wrestling event but like boring <laughs> yeah, yeah. college wrestling. Yeah. Also, oh, speaking of, <laughs> I think we might have gotten a little bit more insight as to why that arrest in in Manhattan hasn't happened yet or at least the oh, indictment. Okay. Um and that is they brought in uh this week they brought in my favorite last named National Enquirer guy, David Pecker. <laughs> Um, old Dave Pecker old Davey Pecker Uh, they brought him in because now the DA is looking uh, into the payment for Karen McDougal the one that happened around the same time Um, and you know David Pecker had a I think larger role in that one than he did the Stormy Daniels one Um, and so him coming in and and testifying uh, if he yeah, it's not. That's probably not good. So they're probably looking at maybe adding some charges. Oh. Um, and it thick. Yeah, and it very well could be that that um, you know he's there. There may be a little bit of Alvin Bragg trying to give a little bit of time for his case to not be the first indictment to come down. <laughs> yeah, because there he's is like, a <laughs> you know there is a lot to jump in here. <laughs> there is a lot to say about this case being the first one to yeah. come down because while it is Seems the least I, serious. I, I I, well, know. I keep hearing pe- people say it's the weakest case. It's not the weakest case because that's misleading. Yeah. That they have a super strong case. Yeah. It's just the least serious crime. Yeah. It's the it's not the weakest case. It's the least serious crime he's yeah. being accused of. Um, I definitely would like to see the Georgia indictment come first <laughs> yeah. because uh, trying a, to overthrow the will of the people yeah. is a little bit worse. Yeah, like uh, actual proof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what he did in in Manhattan. Yes, it's a crime to commit business fraud and and mislead. You know. Yeah and do those things um and and if you did if there was campaign stuff involved then that does become more than a misdemeanor but at the end of the day you know uh we're looking at possibly a misdemeanor maybe a felony um and not a very serious one when it comes to the hush money payments yeah it's still a crime <laughs> and john stewart uh, john stewart's been fucking killing it lately nice. um but he was on an interview um with i think uh pre barara maybe um, where he was being asked um, about, uh, you know, should they bring charges? And, yeah. you know, he basically just boiled it down to the raw, like, 
of course you bring charges when a crime is committed because the second you don't bring <laughs> charges when a crime yeah. is committed, the whole system is fucking broken. Totally. You cannot say this is too big or this isn't big enough. Yeah. You cannot do that. Yeah. Then, then if the whole if you do that, you're you're admitting that the whole fucking thing is exactly. bullshit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you have to do it. Um. But you know, and the 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 shitty thing is is having to look at uh, the optics, the politics, the likelihood of this and that and blah, blah, blah. And that shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter when you're, when you're uh, talking about a a former president (laughs) who committed crimes, (laughs) who's basically been committing crimes his whole goddamn life, but he committed some pretty fucking serious ones in the name of the presidency. (laughs) And Jesus fuck. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. It, it, it's He's, it's wild. It is. It is. But yeah, the the DA bringing those in uh, might be a little bit of, of insight as to uh, why yeah. that case hasn't happened yet. Interesting. But come on, Fonnie Willis. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Georgia DA. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the one All that right. that could bring the uh, the case with the. There's been like little interesting bits like here and there coming out of that, right? From like jurors and stuff like that. Yeah, well, and and you've got the it was um, like the new like heard about a new phone call or something recently. They've got like. Yes. Yeah. yeah so I like believe there was new, another phone call with uh, keeps uh, dropping. Raffensperger. I think so. Uh, Brian Camp or Raffensperger, one of the two. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, um, and then you also have um, the, you know, I think we briefly touched on it last week that the federal judge said that the uh, executive privilege claim for uh, Scavino and Meadows and, and Stephen Miller and all those motherfuckers, yeah. uh, uh, that it's not going to hold water. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that that should hopefully, because Trump's trying to appeal that, yeah. And that should hopefully be shot down relatively quickly. Yeah. Um, because of the way executive privilege claims are clearly laid out <laughs> yeah. in the writing of the Constitution, uh, or I don't know if it's the Constitution, but it's clearly laid out that whoever is sitting in the seat of the presidency <laughs> gets to decide whether or not at any given moment something can be, you know, basically Biden can say, Okay, what happened at this point, uh, or whatever the, the executive privilege claim is, I'm not going to uh, hold it up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the president currently in power, so the only way that he could do it is if he was still the president. Oh, okay. So and he can't do that, so it should be shot down relatively quickly. All right. Um, and hopefully, I don't know if it's something that could be taken up by the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, but if they do, then it's a whole nother bag of fucking uh, dog yeah. shit. Which I feel uh, like is what he's doing. He's just trying to like lobby. Well, it's like, always like, delay, 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 yeah, delay. It's all, you know, to the Supreme appeal, Court. Appeal, appeal, delay, file motions, file yeah. motions. Yeah. That's his whole thing. And he'll try and do it until he, he dies of heart failure <laughs> or whatever the fuck takes him out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as long as. And here's the thing. I, if he can kick the can down the road long enough for him to not see jail before he dies, I'll be okay with that as long as that motherfucker never sees the presidency totally. again or yeah. any elected office again. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, if all that comes from any of this is that he cannot hold office again, that's great. That's, that's justice, yeah. at least a little. It's not justice, justice, like yeah. we deserve and like the country deserves, but... 
I think there was some hope. I know by even Republicans like Liz Cheney and whatnot that that like some of this like revealing who Donald really was and like proof and the actual arrest on this stuff would like convince some of the people who had been like misinformed and like some of the really Boy, far sure doesn't gone seem people. Like, like can we bring them back with with this? You know, they just like, did a poll and seventy five percent of Republicans say that if he's indicted for any of these crimes, that it should not disqualify him. Yeah, he should still be able to run for, for trying to steal an election. 75%. Yeah. Say that. Give that him another go. Give him another. Shouldn't disqualify go. him. Yeah. Could you fucking imagine if that was Barack Obama? Oh, my God. <laughs> when uh, Barack Obama came to Oklahoma, I saw this in a Facebook memory recently. There was no... No Oklahoma official went to visit, like visit him, or like you know how they go to the airport and like, yeah, yeah, and sh- uh, like like how GT Bynum came, went and and it fucking was like, it was cheesed like out for Jerry Trump. Askins, who was like two lieutenant governors ago, was like <laughs> yeah. welcome to Obama. Like who's our top Democrat? Oh, Jesus Christ, someone from twelve years ago. Okay, go say hi to Obama. So yeah, but like uh, if Obama had done any of those, it'd be like. say it should disqualify him from office. Oh, absolutely. But now 75% of Republicans are straight up chill with it. Yikes, you guys. What are you doing? Yeah. Stop. Stop. Get help. Uh, PSA, don't go to Russia. Oh, yeah. If you're American. Journalist. Do not go to fuck. And this is like we 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 say it somewhat jokingly, yeah. but like literally they're they're getting, targeting Americans absolutely. to use as bargaining chips yeah. because Vladimir Putin now sees American citizens as poker chips yeah. essentially. Oh yeah, and that's super fucking dangerous, yeah. um, and especially journalists. Um, from everything I've read about, so his name is uh, Aaron Gershkovich. And everything I've read about him, he's um, he's a, a Russian speaker. He's been covering Russia for a long time for the Wall Street Journal. Um, and Russia is claiming that he was uh, attempting to obtain top secret classified information. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have nothing to back that up other than their word. Yeah. Um, but as we've seen with people like Paul Whelan, um and Brittany Grinier um that we won't see evidence we will see a uh, a speedy trial yeah. that will lack Sham any real yeah. that will lack any real evidence and their conviction rate yeah you know I might be speaking out of turn here but I believe it's well over 90% <laughs> yeah and yeah. that's fucking terrifying yeah, if you're an american citizen yeah so, uh, you know, the idea of Americans who for any reason have to work over there, uh, you know, be it in journalism or, or business or, you yeah. know, obviously for oil and gas or, or whatever, you know, uh, w- whatever may bring them to, to having to be there, not, you know, necessarily yeah. wanting to be there, um, man. I hope they can find a way out. You know, yeah. it's it's so scary to think of being an American in Russia oh, yeah. right now. You're gonna be a prisoner of war. 
That's how, that's so, how, like, that's I mean, you're gonna be so a fucking scary. He's a war criminal, and like you think he's he doesn't give a shit. He's Fuck no, do what he wants to do. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's reached the point of scorched earth almost. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's even more terrifying to me. Absolutely, like, fucking. This is not a guy who's gonna give up in any way, right? Like, yeah, it's. Uh, I know we're the worried darkest about darkest of the news, <laughs> and we're worried about drag queen story. Yeah, hour. yeah. You might get nuked by fucking crazy ass Vladimir Putin. Jesus, I I hope someone in his circle takes him out. <laughs> like a boy can dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna make yeah, oh yeah. Santa How fucking badass. Santa, I was for Christmas, I was hoping that you could murder Vladimir Putin. <laughs> That's my one Christmas wish. Please. I'm a little creeped out right now. I'm so sorry. Uh, dear heavenly baby father Jesus, uh, please murder Vladimir Putin in his sleep. Save us all. Yeah, I want, I want us, like a show cool, us your existence. I want like a, a cool ninja attack, and like no one knows where these ninjas came from. Ooh, just a a, a, a throwing star just comes <laughs> yes. from nowhere during yeah. a press conference. Yeah, ooh, a shadow, be so just good. a shadow. I saw a shadow, just a shadow, and then a lot of blood. <laughs> we need we need Vladimir Putin to kill John Wick. So anything John Wick loves, whatever. What's the fourth one about now? What did John Wick? Use? I didn't. I haven't seen the fourth one yet, but. Uh, you know, I imagine it's like, um, Mr. Putin, they have killed his parakeet. John Wick is coming for us. Pay that man his money. Yikes. Um, yeah, that's super scary. I feel fucking, yeah. I mean, jokes aside, I feel awful for yeah. that that guy's family. Oh, man. Um, I mean, obviously for him. Could you fuck? I mean, fuck. Trying to think of being in a Russian prison. Yeah, is like, I mean, I, I, I get, I get, like sweaty thinking about going to regular jail here. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like the yeah. idea of like, oh fuck, like I, you know, I yeah. had to go to jail for whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've, I've never been. Hopefully, never will. <laughs> yeah, I've never been, and I, when I picture trying to be in or try to picture being in there, yeah. I like get, I get physically like weird I, I like sweat i'm like oh god i i think it would last like 10 minutes and then it would hang myself i don't know you <laughs> yeah. know like i would give up i would i would so like, like a, and, it's, it's so a, scary a fear, it's like a fear of prison or small spaces or well it just, like an arachnophobia be, and, just and having the shit kicked out of you like yeah, day just, in like, and all day the scary out things, yeah. yeah i feel like like every bad thing that happens to like new fish would be me because i'm so scared of, so and I, they'd be like know. I'm taking all your honey buns. You ain't never getting any magazines. <laughs> yeah. is, like, that strictly, is that strictly an American prison thing? What? Is, is that like the prison culture in other countries? Like the I bet there's know, definitely parallels. And, and you know, like girlfriends and like, you know. The well, and like uh, uh, commissary, man. Like that's yeah. the currency in American oh, yeah. jails. And yeah. I wonder, like, you know. Like yeah, shit like fucking. Because like I do picture that when I think of ramen jails. noodles and honey buns, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's cash money. Yeah. Cigarettes. Is, yeah. 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 Now it's like vapes, probably. Oh, yeah. I don't think you can smoke smoke in jail somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's it's vapes. They got, there was some kind of bus recently, and they showed like all the shit that was getting smuggled in. It's pretty impressive. They get pretty inventive. Respect. <laughs> These guys' engineering <laughs> jobs out of prison. Yeah. 
No, that's fucked Come out up. with a good skill set. They'll get hired by a church in town. <laughs> yeah, right? Show your God-given <laughs> skills. You can go to Transformation Church. Show your restoration, restoration, restoration. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Um, well, uh, did you have a, an album pick this week? Um, do you I need do. a second? Yeah, I want to Okay, uh, I'll go first. I, uh, As you heard coming in, I was listening yeah. to a little bit of Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> Um, I've always loved uh, Huey Lewis in the news since I was a little kid. Uh, and oh, yeah. Sports, uh, baby. It's one of those things. Yeah, sports and four. I'm going to give you two yeah, of them. Sports of and four, back to back. Those are such good albums. Um, I love, love the the acapella Hugh, Huey Lewis uh, songs. I remember uh, this is years ago. I was talking to somebody about... Um, how much I loved the acapella Huey Lewis songs. And they were like, oh, you'll love pentatonics. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not the same. <laughs> what? I was like, is Huey Lewis in pentatonics? <laughs> then no. Oh, oh dang. God. I don't know if you guys could hear that wow. over the mics, but that was That's a intense. loud clap of thunder that's telling us to wrap yeah. this shit up. Every time you say Huey Lewis. <laughs> Um, but yeah, sky breaks. Christian Bale's uh, the thing in uh, American Psycho. I don't remember if that's part is, is in the book. Yeah. Um. But uh, those albums are really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. They are. I mean, they're you yeah. know, I went through a phase where I like unironically loved Huey, and then I had to ironically love Huey, <laughs> and then I realized <laughs> fuck that. No, I yeah, just love I Huey, love Huey, and I yeah. don't give a fuck, and I I always will, and I don't care. He's awesome. Huey Lewis in the Maximum <laughs> News. Oh, why have I never that? <laughs> It's your fan art. Huey Lewis and the Max News, <laughs> making it tomorrow. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, what'd you get? For me, like, this is a, been a heavy news week, so often yeah. I, I look for music just to kind of, like, chill and calm. So I went to uh, the ambient king, Brian Eno, uh, from 1983. It's Apollo album that was all about the, like, like fucking moon and the, okay. the space thing. So, like, it's just fucking beautiful, dude. Like, the whole thing, I don't know if you've ever... Gotten into Eno's like uh -uh. You know, or stuff like uh, his instrumental stuff, but like Brian Eno, yeah, Brian Eno, Apollo is the album. It's from 1983. The whole thing, dude, just put it on, let it play, and it is just like a good, nice, like vibe. You know what okay. I mean? Okay, like uh, it's to, it, it's a great like again, if something it's the for when it's nuts, rainy, rainy you know, and oh, stormy. Dude, yeah, when it's rainy, stormy, <laughs> like right now, yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, just do do your favorite self care and. Uh, Put on Apollo. Your, your and favorite uh, medication, as it were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good nice. Stuff. All right. Awesome. Um, well, we're going to get out of here before the uh, before the tornadoes take us out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and for everybody else, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Psych. Oh, we said see you next week, but uh, wow. Okay, we literally put our <laughs> headphones down. And <laughs> P.S. Postscript. Yeah. Um, as we were wrapping up, uh, we got our answer as to whether or not Alvin Bragg was going to wait around for yeah, Fonnie Willis. For shit. Our answer is no. Um, Trump has been indicted by the New York grand jury. Officially, yeah. Donald Trump has been indicted. Um, as we are, we are obviously we are about. Uh, let's see, what time are we? Uh, we are five four fifty five uh, p.m. Central Time is when we're uh, coming to you recording yeah. this. Here's here's three headlines that have hit already. Washington Post: Trump indicted by New York grand jury, first ex president charged with crime. The AP lawyer says Trump indicted, first ex president charged with crime, and 
New York Times, who NBC said was the first to come out with it, I think, said uh, grand jury votes to indict Donald Trump in New York. Mr. Trump will be the first former president to face criminal charges. The precise charges are not yet known, but the case is focused on hush money payments, porn star during the 2016 campaign. Yeah, record day. Um, they're saying that it'll take a couple of days for it to be processed, and then they will... Um, figure out uh, his uh, basically turning himself in uh, hopefully early next week. Um, so it's going to be an intense week. Uh, wow. Holy shit. That thunder we were hearing was the storm coming <laughs> wow. for old Don. Oh man. What if it was like at that exact time? I mean, that would have been insane. Yeah. That w- You know what I'll need to do is I'll need to try and <laughs> timestamp time when we were recording. Do when the side thunder side hit. with MSNBC. <laughs> That's right. And when, uh, when old Nicole yeah. Wallace uh, chimed in. And we call her that totally lovingly. We adore Nicole Wallace. So Nicole Wallace is not meant to be anything other than a fun play on the name Wallace. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this is wild. Obviously, um, we hope this does not lead to uh, any um, violence from from the whatever you want to call the 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 trump fringe uh militias the oath keepers the proud boys the he, the gravy he just seals like straight up called for violence recently didn't he, he said death and or... destruction would come yeah. if he was indicted yeah he literally said death and destruction yeah. will come which that probably is going to be a, an its own charge eventually <laughs> like, yeah and one thing we didn't even mention exciting. one thing we didn't mention on the show is the fact that you know, we are we're we're rapidly coming up on the thirty year anniversary of Waco. Wow. And uh uh there's been a lot of talk about how there's been um you know, talks of of, of violence on that day. Yeah. Um and so this could very much potentially amplify that, which is is scary. And could you imagine the the thing that blows my mind is, you know, we, we talked about the idea of what would drive you to be able to commit violence on another human being, yeah. right? And yeah. and what could make you snap into that, over that line of being, you know, yeah. of, of us where we are now not being able to think about doing that to somebody. Yeah. Not being, like, we can't fathom shooting somebody. Even in self-defense, really, it's hard to think about, yeah. right? And so to be able to wrap your head around um, being driven to violence by in defense of Donald Trump fucking Stormy Daniels and paying (laughs) to keep the world from knowing before the 2016 election because he didn't give a fuck if Melania knew. Mm. He didn't give a fuck about Mm. Melania. He wouldn't have fucked Stormy Daniels while she was pregnant with his, while his wife was pregnant, while Melania was pregnant. And that's when this happened. So, I mean, yeah. It's just weird, the you know, the like, idea of, of, kind of, of putting because this guy who did a crime got arrested. This guy and this crime, <laughs> yeah. and that's what you're gonna do. Yeah. You know, Jesus Christ, where where yeah. are you? What's <laughs> where's your mind? Yeah, um, it's scary, but also, I mean, <sighs> progress. I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting. Uh, it's gonna be a wild fucking week. Is yeah. uh, is all we can say. So, yeah. um, we will. Um, we will try and organize a, a, a time to, to get a recording in before next weekend because yeah. I know next weekend we're both going to be uh, uh, unavailable on the weekend. Yeah. Um, so we'll try and maybe get in something during the week next week because obviously there's going to be gonna stuff be we're, we're going to want to cover. Yeah. So yeah. 
And thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking through this whole Absolutely. Uh, we love you, and I, I mean it for real this time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>